Oh, man, we're sending it. Um, welcome to the Pure Joy Project. Uh, my name is Paul Lanigan, um, your host of this thing. Um, I guess you would say co-own this brand with Elijah Vanderberg, um, an extremely um, gifted young man in worship, um, a faithful friend and brother, an encourager, um, an incredible um, man to, to have alongside you in, at, at war. Um, and part of my community and, um, you can find us on, um, Instagram at pure joy project NA as in North America. Um, don't know why felt like I should share that, but I did not prepare really. Um, there's some scriptures, um, on a page, some scriptures on a screen and, um, a message that I think I really need to share, um, that I just got back from a, um, just like a hour easy run. I know that makes some of y'all throw up in your mouths. Um, something that I do, um, that is Sabbath for me. It is rest for me. It is time to, for solitude and prayer. Um, as much as I love group runs, it's something that I just draw near to the Lord, um, and praise him for the opportunities to do that. Praise him for breath in my lungs to do it for legs that move and walk a body that adapts. Awesome. Um, so awesome. So while I was on this run, there was just a message about 35 minutes into the run that was like, you need to share this. And I have dinner with some friends at seven. Um, and we do it every set, every Friday night. But, um, I knew that I would miss an opportunity, uh, for hopefully the Holy Spirit to hop in my mouth and encourage a bunch of people, um, or one person or nobody, uh, but encourage me. And so here I am. Um, so I'm going to pray, and then we're just going to talk about it. Um, King Jesus, um, thank you that you are who you are. Thank you that you love how you love. Thank you that you care for us. Um, thank you that, that you are so much greater than us. Thank you that you know, uh, that you know what hurts us. You know what ministry looks like. You know what the greatest relationships, the greatest affirmations and validity. You know the desires of our hearts. Uh, Lord, you know what, not what we think we long for, not what we fooled ourselves to chase, Lord, but you know truly um, what we need, Lord, and, and what our soul desires. Lord, you say in, uh, you inspired in Isaiah 26, um, in the path of your judgments, O Lord, we wait for you. Your name and renown are the desires of our soul. Um, Lord, in Isaiah 26, 8, uh, God, I, that, that shows us, that, that confirms with us that um, nothing will truly satisfy our soul because our greatest desire um, is in you. So nothing outside of you will truly satisfy our souls. Um, Lord, so I pray over every listener. I pray over everybody that clicked on this episode, whether it was a link followed on Facebook, um, whether it's a radio station on Spotify, um, Lord, whether it's a, a dear friend of mine, um, Lord, or whoever it may be, uh, God, I pray that it finds them exactly where it needs to find them. Lord, that for you to receive most glory, God, I submit all of us, every listener, uh, God, ask that we be moldable, that we be teachable, that we be faithful people who know that you are doing more, um, Lord, that we listen and obey, and that you make us exactly who you want us to be. Um, God, that we do not get in the way of what you want to bring, Lord, that we don't let our expectations, uh, Lord, or our lusts um, or our selfishness get in the way of what you desire to do that will be our greatest fulfillment and your greatest glory in our lives. Uh, Lord, so I pray um, that you work on us, that you make us exactly who you want us to be. Lord, that the scriptures shared today um, are valid. 
uh, Lord, that, that I do not say them wrong, and if I do, they fall on deaf ears or deliver a different message. Uh, Lord, if whatever you will, let it be done. Uh, God, just be glorified in this time. We love you. We thank you. Um, ask that you just keep working. In your name we pray, amen. Um, so the message of today is clay. Uh, that's just simply the title of the episode, is just clay. Um, and this word would not leave my head while I was on a run. Um, really, Holy Spirit, guide my words. Um, would not leave my head while I was on a run. It just kept like repeating itself. That was like, be moldable, right? Be clay. And to think like, I want you guys to reflect as I reflect, right? I'm going to go, my life like truly began um, living in like full passionate freedom. Um, and I, that is very prideful for me to say, because I cannot say every moment I have allowed the Lord to bring this incredible freedom in me. I have pridefully got in the way so, so many times. Uh, but I started to really, Psalm 34, eight, taste and see that he was good uh, by living fully in him in moments, um, though my pride still gets in the way, as all of ours does. Um, in summer 2019, right? My, my heart got broken going into summer 2019, and I had idolized people for so long, for years and years and years, and I had nothing. I had no sense of like comfort, no sense of peace or identity, and I went into Canicut camps in 2019, and uh, the Holy Spirit said, either choose me and heal or deny me and suffer. Um, though both were suffering, one had fruit. And so in the last two and a half years of my life, I can think like many, many times where I thought I knew what would be the best result, what would bring me the most fulfillment, what would bring me the most joy, um, what would glorify the Lord, what good ministry would look like, what good teaching would look like, what a good future would look like, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And consistently, my expectations were missed, um, but consistently they've been exceeded. That if you were to really think about the last, even just two years of your life, maybe even just six months, right? Think about to the beginning of the semester, the beginning of the year, the beginning of, of something, some turn. You left camp, you, um, you left home, you whatever, right? You joined a new team, you, I don't care. Think about like since the beginning of that, where have your expectations been missed and where have they been exceeded, right? I was asked today three questions that I think are so cool that it's like a reflection and a Sabbath to rest with the Lord. And that is, what has he done in my life? What is he in the process of doing in my life, right? These are all, these are all kind of speculative because the Lord is always working so much more than we could ask or think, Ephesians 3.20, and is doing more and we can rest in that. Uh, but um, what has he done in my life? What is he doing? And what do I want him to do? And consistently, I said this on my Instagram the other day, um, as I am a full-on goofball on there, I hope to think, um, as I just try not to take myself too seriously. Um, though just like everybody else, I look at how many people view my story sometimes, and I'm like, oh, I wish that was more, whatever. Um, I said, imagine like if the Lord answered every prayer that you prayed from the beginning of your faith with him, your life would suck. And I truly like believe that. And so that this, that is all to set the scene to say like, why should we simply be powerless, moldable clay before the Lord, right? Because the characteristics of clay is like clay means nothing without a molder. Like it is simply just an inconvenient, unfertile, like bout of land, like um, grouping wad of land, whatever noun you want to use there. 
Um, it is like clay is is only a nuisance outside of the hands of a potter. And a potter molds it. And after it's molded, heat is applied and then clay gains value, right? Clay is um, brick homes in a lot of cases are still some of the most like um, economically, environmentally sound uh, because of clay's ability to like hold in heat. Um, and, and we see like they are sturdy and strong and like these brick buildings, colonial brick buildings built in the 1700s are still standing strong while homes that were built in the 1980s and 90s with these like cheap renewable materials um, are falling apart. And so clay, when it's in the hands of a molder, that's just talking about bricks. That's not talking about all the other ways that clay has played a valuable part in, uh, in our lives, like as humans. Clay only has value in the hands of a skilled potter and then when heat is applied to it, right? Sit with that. Five seconds of silence. What does that mean to you? So now think about, right, who is the skilled molder? And then what is the heat that solidifies it? And so I have scriptures to go along with this, right? And you guys probably have heard of, sorry, I kicked the mic. I'm flawed. Surprise. Um, Romans 9. Um, Romans 9, 20 through 22 is like where there's like the inspiration for this, but there's so much more about it because um, I'll just read this, then we'll talk about it. So starting in verse 20 of Romans 9, but who are you, O man, to answer back to God? Will what is molded say to its molder, why have you made me like this? Has the potter no right over the clay to make out of the same lump one vessel for honorable use and another for dishonorable use? What if God, desiring to show his wrath and make known his power, has endured with much patience vessels of wrath prepared for destruction? A potter has no right over the clay, right? Well, what is molded say to its molder, why have you made me like this? Romans 9, 20 through 22. And this goes along with so much more. Uh, so to go along with that, Isaiah 45, 9. Woe to him who strives with him who formed him. Another word for strives is, is like um, inquires or questions, doubts, etc., um, woe to him who strives with him who formed him. A pot among earthen pots. Does the clay say to him who forms it, what are you making? Or your work has no handles. Does the clay say to him who forms it, what are you making? Or your work has no handles. John 15, um, one through four. This is not a perfect, um, or I'm gonna do one through five probably, um, or six. So this is not exactly about clay, but it follows the same guide. I am the true vine. This is Jesus speaking in John 15. I want you, I want these scriptures. I want you to slow down, take a deep breath and allow these scriptures to be read over you. Lord, use my words, use your word through me to do something special. I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. 
For apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. Um, and then he goes on to talk about keeping his commandments, there is your fullest joy. That was one through nine. So Jesus simply saying, apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, right, you are thrown away. You are, you are a branch that withers, it does not bear fruit. It is cut off and thrown into the fire. But if you abide in me and my words abide in you, says Jesus, ask whatever you wish, it will be done for you. There the Father is glorified. You bear much fruit. You prove to be a disciple of Jesus. Without him, we are nothing. As clay, we, are, we, are, we bear no fruit. We have no value. We are not fertile for anything to happen. But in the hands of a skilled molder, we become valuable, extremely valuable. Isaiah 40, uh, 64, 8. But now, O Lord, you are our father. We are the clay and you are our potter. We are all the work of your hand, but now, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, and you are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. Simply, like, sit with that. We are the purposeful work of his hands. I want to pair that with Isaiah 43, 7. Isaiah 43, 7 says, Everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made, called by his name, created for his glory, whom he formed and made. Simply, he created us. He took the clay exactly how you were, formed you exactly how you were to be, to bring him glory. And in that is our greatest fulfillment. Job 10, 8 through 12, your hands fashioned me and made me. This is Job lamenting to the Lord. And now you have destroyed me altogether. Remember that you have made me like clay. Will you return me to the dust? Did you not pour me out like milk and curdle me like cheese? You clothed me with skin and flesh and knit me together with bones and sinews. You have granted me life and steadfast love and your care has preserved my spirit. So we are fashioned and made as something beautiful, purposeful, made, made like clay, formed like clay um, because we were nothing beforehand. We were dust. He asked, will you return me to dusk? dust? And then he goes on, uh, you have granted me life and steadfast love and your care has preserved my spirit fully in the Lord. We have nothing, no purpose, no gifts. James 1.17, for we know that all good gifts come from above. And then I have uh, one last scripture, 2 Timothy uh, 21 and 22, talking about a vessel. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable, he will be a vessel for honorable use, set apart as holy, useful to the master of the house, ready for every good work. So flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace alongside those who call upon the Lord, the pure heart. So we have a chance as a vessel for honorable use. If we cleanse ourselves from what is dishonorable, 2 Timothy 2.21, if we abide in Jesus as the true vine, right? And the Father is the keeper of the vineyard, John 15. There we bear exactly what we are meant to bear. Right, we go back through these scriptures, Isaiah 45, 9, Romans 9, 20 through 22, John 15, 1 through 11, Isaiah, 40, Isaiah 64, 8, Job 10, 8 through 12, Isaiah 43, 7, 2 Timothy 2, 
21 and 22, all of these things point to the fact that we have no value outside of the Lord. And that can be shaking. That can be scary. Like, why would we want to be empty? Why would we want to be nothing? Why would we want to be this unfertile, annoying, inconvenient substance if we were apart from the Lord? Because he wired us, as I believe I included in the prayer to start this episode, he wired us for his glory, right? Created, Isaiah 43, 7. Um, we could see in Ecclesiastes 3 as well, I believe it's 3.11, written eternity into the man's, in a man's heart. Like, he made us purposeless without him because our greatest purpose and fulfillment is in him. So if we try selfishly to live apart from the Lord, we will be absolutely miserable. So he made us totally and completely unequipped and unfertile outside of him so that we could live a full, incredible life with him. I'm sure many of you um, could quote John 10.10, 10, For the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come, li- I have come to give life and give it abundantly, or give it to the full, depending on your translation. John 10.10, 10, that's Jesus. So the enemy wants to tell us that, that clay has a little bit of, of worshipfulness in it, like or clay has a little bit of, of praiseworthiness, as we are the clay. The enemy wants to lie to us and say that, that maybe 98% of all praise should go to the Lord, and 2% of all praise should go to us, and there is our most full life. Right? The world echoes that. The world says, focus on you. And it, and it lies because our greatest fulfillment, as we see, is in the hands of the molder. So I just want to take a second and have us all reflect on our lives. Right? I want you to think about, like, right now, like, what hurts? Like, what really hurts? And I want you to think about now, what, what has hurt in the past? What are some other deep hurts you have felt in your life? And I want you to think about who you were when you felt that past deep hurt. And I want you to think about who you are in this current season. And have you not been made greater, more purposeful in the name of Jesus because of that past hurt? Is that not the heat that the potter uses to bring value to the clay? I know, I know um, from some experience that the deepest hurt is an invalidation. If you feel inadequate and unvalidated, that is where deep hurt comes from. That is why the deepest hurts are relational, right? It is, an, is, it a, it is a neglect from people, from your friends, from your loved ones. That neglect is the deepest hurt we have because we, we, are, we are filled by validation, adequacy, And the only one that can bring true validation and adequacy is our Lord. He is the only one that brings any value to the unfertile clay. By the molding of his careful, incredible, perfect, purposeful hands, he is using thing after thing to refine you, to grow you, to make you exactly who you're supposed to be, applying heat, allowing heat to be applied so that you can become incredibly strong and purposeful in his name. James 1, 2 through 4 um, is the title verse of this podcast. And, it, and, it, and it's like, it can be said every single day and, need, and be needed to be reminded of every single day. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, 
For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, and let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Allowing steadfastness to have its full effect so that we can be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Do we not want to be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing? Do we not want to be purposeful and useful and valid in the name of Jesus? That would just make no sense, right, if we said no. And so there's a lie that probably all of us have been believing, um, at least at some point today or this week, um, that that we should... Um, that we should have some type of value apart from the Lord, some type of, of validation apart from the Lord. Uh, Proverbs twenty seven twenty one: The crucible is for silver, and the furnace is for gold, and a man is tested by his praise. A man is tested by the Lord, by his worship to the Lord. So the crucible was a test of purification with heat. The furnace is a test of purification with heat. So is heat not what makes us perfect and valid? Is heat not what, what the great potter can use to mold us into purposeful, valuable pieces? I want to chew on that a little bit. I want you to think about the lies that you've believed as I'm thinking about the lies that I've believed. That, that this trial is not good. Or this trial is robbing me from something. When really, in all reality, we are told that this trial is heat applied to make us better, to make us more useful, to make us perfect and complete. We are told by 2 Timothy 3.16 and James 1, 2 through 4, right, that the word of God will equip the saints for every good work and that trial of various kinds produces steadfastness and steadfastness coming to completion makes us perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Do we not desire to be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing? Do we not exist simply to encounter the Lord and share his goodness with others? So in a season that hurts, in a season where you are in the kiln, where you are fire, where you are experiencing heat, why would we rush out of that season where we are experiencing the Lord and becoming purposeful? I need to hear that myself. I hope that, that you guys never think, as I love you all, that listen to this, that support me. And for some reason, people want to listen to what the Lord has to say through me. Um, and I know if it wasn't him speaking that nobody would click on these uh, because I am completely purposeless without it, without him, without his goodness, without his teaching, um, without the gifts that he's poured out and provided, without the scripture that guides me. So why would we rush out of a season of heat if that is what's going to make us purposeful? Mind you, the Lord is always adding to this. It's not like we will ever leave a productive season as a passionate Christian. We will always be getting, by heat, by pressure, by the perfect hands of the Lord molded into what we are to be. And we are told over and over again, we are not to question. We are simply to say yes. Because he has set a track record in your life to look back and say, look how faithful my God was. Oh my goodness. That in all things that have hurt, that have been heat, that have been him molding you into something you've never been before, something you've never even seen or imagined, that him molding you into those things and then applying heat to solidify those things and bring you validity, bring you a sense of identity that is powerful, a sense of purpose, 
a sense of, of matter. He has done that your entire life through all these different things. And I hope that, that you've thought of it like that before, as, as it's rocked me in this season of life, that the Lord has been so incredibly purposeful with every season of my life to equip me for his glory. And my greatest fulfillment is in his glory. So I encourage you that whatever you're feeling now in this season, to feel it. I encourage you to invite the Lord into those things because he is a God who wants 100% humility. He wants 100% praise. And I, and I want to, in your name, Jesus Christ, rout the lie, remove the lie from us that, that taking any praise from you is better for us than giving it all to you. Lord, show us truly that our emptying of self so that you can come in full is our greatest, most purposeful life as you mold us and apply heat to solidify, to strengthen, and to validate. Let's go. Let us hurt. Let us get heat applied. Let us be willing. Watch the Lord turn you into something incredibly purposeful and strong and powerful in his name. And let us not remember where the validation came from, but to seek more of it every single day to be made more solidified and perfect and complete in the name of Jesus with a purpose and a passion that brings value to others, that keeps others safe, that inspires, that truly above all else in all things glorifies the Lord. I'm in. Let's go. Game on. Ow. Ow, my heart. Ow, my flesh. But he's making us something beautiful something purposeful. If you are from Missouri, you know how much clay kind of sucks when it is wet and in the ground. Or if you have taken an elementary art class, you know how much clay sucks unless you have, you know, tools and skilled hands to make it something. And by the way, I was saying Missouri is full of clay and that's why people hate farming in certain areas of it. But that is a complete side note. Paul is an idiot. But, um, the only place we have any value is in Jesus. And that is not a discouraging thought. We are wired to be that way. And he just wants you to realize, as he wants me to realize and truly believe every day, that I am only made valid in him. That my only fulfillment, that my only purpose, my only value, my only worthiness comes from his skilled hands and the application of heat by his skilled hands to make us something awesome. So I'm going to pray. <laughs> I hope this did something for you. Um, hmm. Lord, uh, here we are. Lord, I pray over every year. I pray over every listener, um, whether they're sitting in a Honda Accord driving somewhere, uh, Lord, or whether they're sitting at a desk or with headphones in doing homework or um, you name it. Um, Lord, I pray that, that we are moldable clay. God, every single one of us, make us moldable clay. Lord, grow in us a desire to learn and be taught and be molded and be shaped into something so much greater with a, with a validity, uh, Lord, with a strength, with a purpose that we never could understand ourselves. Could clay ever without you, its molder, purpose itself to something valuable? It only destroys and hinders without the hands of your incredible 
perfect work. Uh, Lord, so I pray that we listen, that we bow, that we obey, that we know that you're doing so much more. Lord, I pray over all the hurt that we've all experienced, all of the deep-seated neglect, all of the hurt, all of the frustration, all of the inadequacy, all of the, um, the, the lack of identity, Lord, that, um, and all the shifting sand that we place our houses on. Lord, I pray over all of it right now, and I pray that we all see it as you see it, that we see it all as, as an opportunity for you to write a story of grace that is purposeful and passionate. Lord, you tell us in 1 John 5 that, that the testimony of man is nothing compared to the testimony of our Lord. Father, and in that, we can listen to you. We can listen to you on what you want the next faithful decision to look like. Lord, what you want to do with us, the way you want to mold us, and that we continue to walk in it eager, Lord, and willing, surrendering self, Lord. So I pray that you empty all of us so that you can come in full. Lord, I pray that you make us more like you regardless of the cost. I pray that you bring wisdom, discernment, knowledge, faithfulness, and every gift and fruit that glorifies you, that you equip us to be exactly who you made us to be, that you mold us by your perfect hands and heat to be all that you want us to be and that we welcome that, that we know that you have made us valid today in this moment by the Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray um, over your gospel King Jesus, you came and laid down your life, that while we were still sinners, you laid down your life for us so that we could live eternally. Lord, as you tell us in Romans 5, so I pray that um, that truth sit on our hearts, that we receive your spirit as a seal of approval, as a teacher and guide and counselor, um, as the molder within us that you are purposing to make us special. Lord, to make us strong and capable and valid. Lord, we want you to, to be here with us. So God, for every listener, um, for me, my heart, pure joy, everything, God, I pray that our palms are open and we allow you to mold us. Um, Lord, let you be glorified and us be submitted and your perfect will be done. We want it. Amen. Praise the Lord. Love you all.